to the It'll Buff Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Grachowski, CEO and founder of Five and Fly LLC. What if I told you there's no set path on separating from the Army? If you are an active duty Army officer seeking to separate from the Army in the next 18 to 12 months, here's the deal. Stay tuned. The fact of the matter is, people out there are going to tell you that there's a set path to go on, whether that's pursuing an MBA or pursuing a certain internship path. There isn't. And here's what I'm going to tell you. You can write your own path. You just need to be able to filter through the noise. This podcast is going to provide you with interviews, one-on-ones, and personal experiences that help you create an azimuth to guide you on the path of separating from the Army. This isn't going to have all the answers, but it's going to help point you in the right direction. Hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks for tuning in. It'll buff. All right. Welcome to this episode of the It'll Buff podcast. I'm Daniel Grachowski, your host, CEO and founder of Five and Fly LLC, and I'm excited to have you on this podcast episode today. Now, I know a while ago when I talked about releasing this podcast, um, we were going to be doing weekly releases, and that hasn't been the case for the past month and a half, and there's a good reason for that. Um, I will dive into that down the road, and we'll eventually uncover it, but... There was just some personal things going on that we, I needed to work through and really kind of figure out um, some things before I decided to hop back on and, and, and really pursue the next chapter of Five and Fly. So that being said, um, yeah, here we are. We're back on. And this episode is going to be a little bit different in that it's A, going to be shorter than other episodes, and B, it's going to be part of this mini-series of developing, refining, creating, talking through the five and fly methodology. One of the things that I was thinking through as we were thinking about the direction of where we wanted to take five and fly, right? Where we wanted to take this podcast, what we wanted to do, what we ended up thinking about is there's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of things to go through. There's a lot of, I I talked about it on my episode with Renee, right? There's at the end of the day, transitioning out of the military is going from point A to point B. However, in between point A and point B, there's, I think I said 19,000 pathways. Now, whether the number is over or under, that's neither here nor there. But the fact of the matter is, is there's so many opportunities or paths you can take as you transition out of the military. And really kind of a few things happen in doing that, right? It's Nebula Barra mentioned on his episode of you get paralysis by analysis. You just, there's so much information that it just seems like there's not enough information. And that was one of the problems that I faced as I was transitioning out of the military. Now, there's also really just trying to look at it and think about, well, what information is helpful how does this apply to me? How does this apply to the vertical that I want to pursue in the corporate world? And those are all great questions. And so generally, if you think about it, there's a lot of methodologies or approaches that are out there um, in, in, you know, in different industries, right? Here's the, here's the methodology for, you know, developing a, a, an awesome SaaS company, or, or here's a, here's an approach to, getting your life together and why I thought about doing methodologies because getting out of the military, 
um, really for officers and soldiers, it, you have developed a methodology of how you approach problems in the military, right? It's, you know, you, you assess, you, you, you plan, you engage and you reflect. Right. And I would say like, you know, like you have the military decision-making process, um, you have all these things that you learn in the military. And I think that the best way to transition in the military is going through this process, this methodology, if you will. Um, and so that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about that on this episode. Um, so yeah, we're, we're going to dive right in. And so if you reflect back, if you haven't listened to this episode, I, I recorded an episode. It's the AAR episode. I believe it's episode 10. I'll put the, I'll, I will reference that episode in this podcast notes. Um, go listen to it. I basically walked through the common themes of the previous episodes and, and kind of how these things unfolded and really what the episode information gathered and created at the end of that and you know and i'm, I'm gonna do that every really 10 episodes i'm gonna conduct these ars and talk about here's all the stuff that happened in the past 10 episodes here's where we're at here's what this means for you and here's kind of an actionable way to approach this and so in in that episode we talked about really kind of steps one through i believe five and as I've, again, as I've reflected through these conversations that I've had with individuals that have come on the podcast, this is the methodology that we created. And before we dive into that, I just want to give a shout out, give a thank you to all the people that have come on this podcast and shared their journey. Um, really, at the end of the day, this community doesn't exist. It doesn't grow without you guys volunteering to come on the podcast and share your story. Um, it doesn't grow. It doesn't provide value um, to the, to the people that are coming behind us. And I think as veterans, we develop this innate ability or desire, if you will, uh, both of them to want to kind of have this, have this multi-generational, um, discipleship, if you will, of really caring for the next generating next generation right now, while simultaneously fighting for that generation in the corporate world and trying to start to pave this path. Um, and that's one of the things that I'm trying to do here at five and fly is just create this community, get awareness out there, get people in this community who are at different facets in their organizations and are able to influence at different levels to get more and more veterans into these companies and really educate these companies and provide a way for new veterans alike to come into the corporate world. So <clears throat> what we're going to do is we're going to dive right in. Now, this podcast mini series is going to be called practice what you preach. And again, I mentioned there's some personal things going on. That's neither here nor there. But one thing that I've been reflecting upon as I've had people on the the podcast is, you know, okay, these people are coming on these answering these questions. And it's caused me to sit there and reflect on my own journey in Hey, am I still applying to, am I still applying the five and fly methodology to my life? And I think that again, it's a, it's a methodology, right? It's a, it's a lifelong systematic process that you hold on to that helps you continue to evaluate where you are and where you want to go and where you've been. And so <clears throat> at, at the end of each episode, I like to ask the question of what is your why for getting out of the military? That is the opportunity for you as an individual 
to really create this baseline, this rallying cry, this guide on for you, for you as you make this decision going forward. And I think the interesting part about it is, is a lot of people started this transition are in this transition and have gone through this, you know, the transition out, out of the military and never really even reflected on why am I even doing this? Right. There's these motivating factors that are there, whether it's, you know, I just don't want to be in the army anymore. I want to go make more money. I want to work for this company. I want to pursue this career path. X, Y, Z, you know, there's, there's, again, there's a multitude of reasons for getting out of the military and none of them are wrong. And there's also a multitude of reasons for staying in the military. Again, none of those being wrong, but when you think about it, there does need to be this cornerstone, if you will, for that rationale and thinking. And it needs to be something that is tangible, um, but specific, but also at the same time, unspecific. And and we're going to dive into that. Um, and I'm just going to kind of go through really just as I was reflect, re- reflecting on this, um, you know, we're going to, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to describe in depth what the, what starting the, what is your why for getting out of the military looks like, how to formulate that why. And then again, diving into this, it needs to be it needs to be descriptive yet undescriptive. And then wh- why does that matter? Why does it matter to have something that's tangible, that's descriptive, but undescriptive? And again, this is all coded. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna dive right into it. So starting with what is your why? When you think about what is your why for getting on the military, it's important to think about really your fundamental values as a person. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, fundamental values, what does that mean? Well, if, you, if you've never really sat down and thought about what you stood for as a person or, you know, what are your motivating factors for how you make decisions in your life, I would, I would say start with that. Really sit down and cast vision for yourself, right? Where do I want to go? Where do I want to go? Um, and, and, and start with that. And then in going with that vision, Think about the values that are going to get you there, whether that's being resilient, whether that's being generous, whether that's being compassionate, um, you know, just enter the value there. And then those values and that vision are things that really ultimately drive your why for getting in the military. And so, again, starting starting with it, you want to you want to cast your vision and think of your vision of right? There's a mountain off in the distance and I want to summit that mountain, right? And so that kind of gets into the descriptive yet undescriptive thing, right? It's, there's a mountain, the descriptive nature of that is there's a mountain out there and I want to go summit it. The undescriptive part of that is like, well, what's the mountain? What mountain is it? Is it, you know, how, how high is the peak? Where is the mountain? You know, what is it going to take to summit the mountain, right? So those are all the things, right? So that's the, that's the description. That's the vision. And then developing your values in life. Um, you know, what, at the end of the day, when you interact with people, when you write your resume, when you network, when you make a decision for a company you want to work for, having these values that stand out when you speak, I, those are important. And then those are also guiding factors for when I'm looking for a company, I want to look for a company that also 
has those same values or some of them, right? It, it would be really rare if you came across a company that had the same exact values that you do. And if that is the case, then I would say fight like heck to get into that company and be a part of what they're doing. And then, so when now when you come into it, going into, so you've, so you've developed your why, right? What is my why? It's, it's centered on your values and your vision. Now, now going into it, this, there needs to be this tangible aspect, right? How now with the vision and with the values, what does that mean? What does that, what does that create? And that's driving, you know, things along the lines of how does that affect your, your time, your ability to do things, your ability to commit to things and really just like your overall well-being for what you want to do next. And so, you know, if if your vision is to be retired at the age of 40, right? Well, like now the tangible aspect of that is, is what does that mean? That means you know, having work-life balance or, or, you know, figure like, what does it look like for work-life balance? What does it look like for salary? How do you, how do you, how do you manage those things? And those are things that are also allow you to be held accountable of. Right. And so it's thinking like, I want things, right? Like, yes, I want to retire by I'm 40. Um, but like, I also want work-life balance. I also want, um, to spend time with family. I want to be able to commit to certain things. Um, so those, those are, that's like the tangible aspect of it. And here's why it needs to be tangible. Really the third step to that process is then finding somebody to help hold you accountable. Now for me, um, and we'll, we'll dive into that, but helping, helping somebody, helping find somebody to hold you accountable is very important because at the end of the day, if you go about this transition separation process on your own, it's like a, it's an old adage, right? You're going to conform to the norm, right? You're going to you're going to start to look at all the stuff that's going on out there on 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 LinkedIn or you know, inter social media platform here and you're going to kind of think to yourself, "Well, I need to I need to be doing that." You know, that look how successful that guy is or look what he's doing or look what she's achieved and look at her job position. What is she doing? I need to be like that. And then then what happens is, is you start to you, you start to get off azimuth field artillery, you know, I'm a field artillery, army officers, all the infantry guys out there, aviation guys, right? Azimuth, right? If you get off azimuth, even if it's just, now here's the field artillery, even if it's just one mil, right? If you think about it, one mil over a thousand meters can potentially be the difference of hitting your target or hitting a, 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 a civilian hospital, you know? And so again, think about it, it's just like one tiny mil, that's a very small amount, but in doing that, you're going to be off target at the end of the day when you when you do this thing. And so that's why you need to have somebody hold you accountable. You need to have, and they need to be somebody that you trust, and they need to be somebody that you would listen to. And that's the most important part because you can get somebody to hold you accountable, but if you're just like, yeah, whatever, you know, like, thanks, but no thanks, that's also not a good thing. So again, the three-step process, you, you start with why. Cast your vision and create values. The second part is then turn that into something that is tangible, right? And and, 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 it's, and by tangible, it's not, I want to make X amount of dollars. I want to work at X company. I want to do X thing. It's, I want to have work-life balance. I want to 
be able to make decisions. I want to be able to have my own influence on my life. Because those are the things, right? Because companies and salaries are going to come and go. And you want to, at the end of the day, it's the, it's the same thing as the army, right? It's like the army is always going to be there, but you aren't as is evidence if you wanted to get out of the army, right? And so there, especially when you get out of the military at your first job, right? You're going to be in your first job for one or two years and you're going to think to yourself, man, I thought working at X company was going to be awesome and it was going to be fulfilling as be exactly what I wanted. But then you look at it and you're like, hmm, actually, you know what? I really don't necessarily like, I don't mind. I'm, I'm not even like working in this vertical, in this industry. And, you know, then you want to change your mind. And so that's why I'm saying those things need to be tangible, not descriptive. Um, and then lastly, finding that person that's going to hold you accountable to making sure that you continue to stick to that. Um, and, I, and I'll dive into exactly what um, that means for me. Um, and so really just kind of thinking through the why, we'll, we'll dive into five and fly and, and those values that I have there. Um, as I was creating five and fly, this is just kind of one of those things that I, I you know, I kind of like to just go back and look over this thing as an idea of, you know, okay, how do I, how do, what is my why for starting the, for starting this com company? It's, it's pretty tangible, but, and then we'll get into the why for, for, for me personally, right? So vision statement, this is just so you guys know, create a community to empower army active duty transitioning officers to achieve their separation goals and assist others along the path, right? So it's this broad picture of, I want to empower all the officers to achieve their goals, right? And then you look at the values, right? So we have unfettered commitment, intentional development, concentrated drive, relentless support, and servant leadership. And so those are the things that that's my why. So, you know, especially as I look to grow this company into something that's going to be hopefully amazing and, 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 you know, providing great life support for people, right? These are the things that I can be held accountable. And that's, and this is, I'm, I'm opening this because I want that to be a, a public thing. I want people to hold me accountable to that. Right. And so those are the tangible things where it's like, you know, if you sit there and you think about it down the road is this opportunity or that opportunity presents itself. Well, how does it align? You know, is that within the tangible goal of, hey, this means that I want to help people and I want to do it the way that five and fly can do it. I don't want any outside influence. Right. And so making decisions like that. Now, personally, my why was to always be there for my family when I, I decided to get out of the military to always be there for my family and to always be there in support of the things that my family wants to do right so that's just that's that's it always be there for my family and always be able to support the things that my family want to do um and then we have family values and um unfortunately i don't think i remember all of them but um you know as 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 a person i want to be resilient i want to be generous i want to be committed i want to be faithful and I'm, I'm we have five and I'm, I'm missing five and that's unfortunate but those are some of the values that i want to stand for and i'm going to hold firm to when i go and, and when i was pursuing these jobs these jobs applications these processes these companies and so when i'm looking at these companies it's okay what do you know when you look at the job description it's like oh we want a person who's resilient check we want somebody who 
um, is committed, is faithful, you know, check, got that, right? And so then you can start to align yourself like, okay, yeah, I think the company values are this and I align with that. And so we got that check. Now, and these in the, in the tangible aspects of that, right, of this idea of I want to be there for my family. I always want to be there for my family and I always want to be able to support my family, right? These are the things of, hey, work-life balance, um, being committed to saying no to things, um, right, in order to be, right, the kids got swim practice on at 3 p.m., 4 p.m. on Monday, right? Hey, I'm going to be there for that. That means I might have to say no to something. Um, and that might not just necessarily mean professionally. It might be like a friend wants me to go hang out, and it's that's what I'm committed to. Um, and then the the reason the the person that holds me accountable is is my is my wife. Um, she, <laughs> she has no problem with with calling me out on things, and I'm very thankful for that. So that's kind of how I decided my why. Um, that is my why. Those are my values, and that's the tangible nature of it. In the, the person that holds me accountable is my wife. Um, and yeah, that's this episode. That's this decided deciding and determining your why. Um, if you like this episode and you want to talk more about developing why your why or walking through that process, um, please reach out to me on LinkedIn. Um, I should go on, go on the website, five and take the survey and we can sit down and have a call. I'd love to just talk with you because at the end of the day, the most important part of this whole process is determining your why. If you don't have your why, sure, you might have a successful transition in the terms of achieving a salary, like a monetary goal. But as far as like filling, being fulfilled and actually wanting to, yeah, really just being fulfilled, that might, hey, it could be the case for you and awesome. But generally, most times it's, probably not going to be the case. Um, and so I just love to talk to you about it. Please reach out to me. Um, and we're going to continue the, the words with your spouses, um, series. So uh, coming up next, we have Alex and Judith day. Very excited to hear, uh, just share their story. Uh, my wife and I are good friends with them and, and, and we got to walk alongside them as they were transitioning out of the military and into the professional world. I've already had Alex on, um, but we haven't had Judith on to just really talk about, you know, how she played a role in that whole process. And trust me, she played a significant role. Um, and you're going to find out how much of, you know, the accountability partner she also played. Uh, so we'll, we'll dive into that. We'll have a few more episodes of that. And then we're going to dive into the entrepreneurship series. Um, and again, in, in the interim, we're going to be, you know, carrying on this practice what you preach mini series of, and the next episode is going to be walking through how do you translate military jobs into civilian jobs and how do you begin that networking process? What does it look like to create that networking process? And how does Five and Fly play a part in that? Um, so stay tuned for that. And if if you're listening and you're on LinkedIn, please go find Five and Fly LLC on LinkedIn. Give us a follow if you aren't already on the page following. Um, we got a lot of awesome things coming up. Um, just different resources, different things to engage you guys and provide you the most valuable resources possible, again, to help you guys on my mission to help officers transition successfully. Um, well, that's it, guys, for this episode. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, hit a buck.
for tuning in to this episode of the It'll Buff Podcast. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. I really enjoy having them. Here's the thing. If you liked that episode, please do a few things to help me out. One, go save this podcast. Put it in your library. I'm going to be releasing one episode a week, every week, here on Forward. The next thing is go to fiveandfly.com and take the survey. It'd be really helpful for you to take this survey to help paint a picture of where each member that is separating from the military that's interested in this community is at. There's all kinds of questions, things that I've covered from previous episodes, so please go take this survey. Third, please go schedule one-on-one on the website. I'd love to talk to you and hear where you're at in your transition journey and help at least put you on the right hazmuth and potentially work with you for the, for the future to come. Lastly, if you or somebody you know has a separation story that you would like this community to hear, please reach out to me so we can schedule that story and I'd love to have you on the podcast. Again, this is a community by you guys for the people that are coming behind us. The goal is to make each person that comes behind us as they separate from the army have a more successful path than we did. That's the goal. Thanks again for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed and remember, it'll buff.